Hello and welcome to this podcast brought to you by the Isle of Man Anti-Cancer Association. My name is Malcolm. I am a retired consultant surgeon and throughout my career I had a particular interest in the care and treatment of cancer patients. Presently I am chairman of the Isle of Man Anti-Cancer Association. And I'm Sandy, Executive Officer of the Isle of Man Anti-Cancer Association and a cancer survivor. For any listeners unfamiliar with the Isle of Man Anti-Cancer Association, we have been in existence for over 60 years. In that time, it has raised and distributed over £22 million for the benefit of island residents affected by cancer. Through funding research for better understanding of the condition and new treatments, the provision of equipment and facilities on the island or where Manx cancer sufferers receive treatment in the UK, and particularly in recent years to promote greater awareness of the disease. In this podcast, we want to talk a little about being what could be termed as cancer aware. But let's start with some of the basics about cancer and our present understanding of the biology of the disease. The function of all the cells in our body are controlled by the genes that are contained within their nuclei. These genes are made up of strands of DNA, twisting pieces of two helical chains joined together throughout their length, each several million units long. Small sections of each chain tell each individual cell what it has to do and when to divide. When a cell divides, the two helical chains unravel and produce a matching copy a process that takes place billions of times a day throughout our bodies. Not surprisingly, things sometimes go wrong and a mismatch occurs in the process. There are mechanisms in the cell that in most instances correct the error or the cell may simply die. Occasionally the error persists, causing what is called a mutation that, if it affects the part of the gene responsible for cell division, can result in that cell dividing more rapidly than it should, thus giving rise to a tumour. It all sounds rather like a production line in a factory. Most of the time, things go swimmingly, with a product getting to the end of the line as it should do. Removes it, either binning it or returning it to the line to be produced correctly. Very occasionally, however, even in the most diligent of individuals, they will miss something, and it will get dispatched from the factory, resulting in an upset and disgruntled customer. You are right. The tissues within our bodies are, in essence, production lines. We can even expand this simile a bit further. A production line that is not installed properly is more likely to give rise to faults. We know that some people are born with faulty genes and, as a consequence, have an increased risk of developing certain types of cancer. An older production line, one that has been working away for many, many years, is at greater risk of giving rise to problems simply through wear and tear. The same applies to our cells. The older we are, the greater the chances of our cell division process going wrong and giving rise to cancer. A production line that's been mismanaged, such as someone failing to oil the machinery properly or using the wrong type of lubricant, will also lead to its malfunction. Certain things we do or don't do to our bodies, or things that we eat or expose our bodies to, can increase our chances of developing cancer. However, a line where the maintenance engineer has been on the ball, so to speak, and paying attention to all the little vagaries of its workings, is far less likely to have any unplanned disruptions. This gives us an idea of how cancer develops and, perhaps more importantly, how we might increase our chances of being a long-term cancer survivor. I particularly like the analogy of the vigilant maintenance engineer striving to reduce the chances that things might go disastrously wrong. Being aware of the early symptoms of different cancers is extremely important in improving outcomes in individuals who develop cancer. 
Unfortunately, over 40% of us will develop cancer at some point in our lifetime. The prevalence of the disease is increasing due to our ageing population. Those involved in treating patients with cancer have known for a long time that the smaller the tumour is at the time of diagnosis, the better the outcome. The less treatment that individual will require to treat their disease and the quicker they will get back to their normal lifestyle. For example, nearly all patients diagnosed with breast cancer at the earliest stage of the disease are alive five years later compared to only a quarter of those presenting with widespread disease. It's like the old adage, a stitch in time saves nine. If you notice a small damp patch in the corner of the kitchen ceiling, you would look to do something about it fairly quickly, knowing that the problem is likely to get worse if you don't and cost more to put right. And you would certainly want to avoid the ceiling completely falling down with all the disruption that that would cause. Treatments have improved considerably. The survival rate from cancer has more than doubled in the last 40 years, with more than half of those receiving a cancer diagnosis now being alive 10 years later. But you can still enhance your chances of being a cancer survivor even more by being cancer aware and seeking help early. Cancer is often a rather subtle condition when it first starts. We all know fairly quickly when we get a cold or have the normal flu. Symptoms come on fairly quickly, often over hours, and are easily recognisable. We may feel feverish, start to sneeze, have a runny nose or even a cough, and we will feel unwell. Cancer, however, is usually fairly slow in manifesting itself, and we can often still go about our normal daily activities for months whilst the tumour is growing. But there may be a little niggling pointer to suggest that all is not quite right. Knowing your normal you is very important. We are all different. We are not like machines built identically on a factory line. Some of you will know that I'm an identical twin, but particularly with the passage of time, we've come to look less alike and we now often do things differently. It is easier for people to tell us apart than when we were much younger. They notice those small differences that now exist between us. If you become aware that something does not seem right or feel right for you over a period of three weeks, then that is the time to ask the question, is there something going on here? Yes, please, please go and see a professional, your doctor or a practice nurse. The likelihood is that there is nothing sinister going on, but go and see somebody. Nine times out of ten, there is probably going to be nothing to worry about, but please get things checked. Doctors spend a lot of their time telling patients, after appropriate examination and tests, that things are all right. It's one of the more pleasant aspects of their job. But if it turns out not to be they can ensure that you get the right treatment fairly quickly. So if you want some more information about the early signs and symptoms of cancer, there are plenty of places that you can get that information. Many people have computers these days and it's easy to search the web for almost anything. However, please use reliable sites established by recognisable cancer charities. You can visit the Macmillan Cancer Information Centre at Nobles Hospital or contact them on 650735 or look at their website, which is www.macmillan.org.uk. We will be doing podcasts in the future, which will contain information specific to individual tumours, which can be accessed through our website, which is iomaca.org.im. Anyway, the message that we want to leave with you is to get to know your body and please go and see your doctor or practice nurse if things don't go right. Thank you so much for listening.